0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
1: Viator. Welcome to the APC podcast feed. Once again, coming to you from Indianapolis, Tex Western and Tyler Brooke taking you through, what is this, day five,
0: I think, for us? Day 7,000. That's it's uh, We're in the media room right now, uh, and it is just completely empty. Most of the people
1: have left, and it's a little sad. Um, yeah. I felt bad for some of the guys we were trying to talk to this morning. Yeah, it was uh, defensive back interviews were today, and uh, we didn't even get the last group of safeties. Uh, we were waiting for like an hour. Yeah, they were supposed to come out around 10.30. When we had left the media room, they had not come out as of about 11.30, so there'll be a couple guys that we'll be a little disappointed not to hear from, yeah. but... I think the biggest thing today to to discuss is the workouts from the offensive linemen on yeah. a Friday afternoon or Friday evening. Um, Justice did a great breakdown on the site uh, this overnight, just talking about how many of these guys fit the Packers' agility times that they like to look for: seven seven five cone time, four seven five shuttle. There's thirteen players uh, in this year's class that that hit those numbers, and of those thirteen players, nine of them are currently. Expected to go on day three of the draft, which is crazy. Two years ago, for comparison in 2020, um, only five or six guys made the cuts for both of those drills, and four of them were day one or day <laughs> two players. Only one guy basically. And that was John Runyon made uh, made the cutoffs uh, as a, as a day-three O-line prospect for for all, both of those drills.
0: Well, we get a really good idea, like, what the Packers look for, right? Like, it's kind of impressive how well it falls within those exact thresholds. Right. Um, so, obviously, the guy that we're going to have to go back and watch now is the Wisconsin kid. Um, Logan Bruss. Logan Bruss. Yep. You know, a perfect example of
1: a guy that you could put an athletic tackle that puts an even more athletic guard. Yeah. And he, he profiles kind of similarly to Runyon, right? He played left tackle at Wisconsin, um, against good competition in the big Mm 10. He has played a little bit of guard. He played there, uh, previously, but, um, yeah, he's, he's got that great athletic profile and i I would not be surprised in the least to see him show up on the Packers draft board. What a Bay Wisconsin three.
0: guy, Wisconsin, t- uh, Wisconsin
1: <laughs> offensive lineman in Green Bay. You don't say. Wow, well, uh, that'd be that'd be two in a row with Van Lanen. I mean, yep. Cole Van Lanen did the same thing last year. He had a really good uh, performance at Wisconsin's pro day. Obviously, no combine in 21, but basically did the same thing. He was the the Badgers left tackle in 2020 yep. and and 2019, I think. Yeah. Um, with a little bit of guard play, and yeah, yeah, Packers drafted him in the seventh round. Um, Bruss is another local guy. He's from Kimberly, just outside of Appleton. So, like Van Lannen who went to Bayport High School in Green Bay, um, another very local prospect. Uh, so that that could be an interesting storyline if they draft two local guys from from Northeast Wisconsin within yeah. you know two years. And obviously, you pointed out yeah, a lot of these guys are Day Three. That's huge because you know
0: obviously offensive line isn't a massive need for the Packers. Um, but it could be something they're always looking for depth pieces, right? Like, that's definitely one of the strengths on the offense is, as we've seen, if a lot of guys go down, they find guys out of nowhere that can really step up. So I don't think they're going to get any of these top guys. Like, you know, Zion Johnson had an absolutely insane workout, or yep. Trevor Penning. But, you know, some of these later guy name guys, like I've been told I need to watch Cole Strange out of Tennessee Chattanooga. Um, you know, again, Logan Bruss. Uh, Zach Thomas at San Diego yep. State was another name. Like, maybe – you know, late day
1: three. So yeah, I'm interested to see if they end up you know taking a look at any of these guys. Yeah, there's a Zach Thomas from San Diego State and a Zach Tom from Wake Forest. So uh, not dif- confusing dif- at all. Different dudes. Um, both you know fit the the Packers thresholds though on, on the offensive yeah. line. Um, as far as the interviews go today, um, we didn't have a whole lot that really stood out to us. I think um, one or two guys that that jumped out to me. Lewis seen from Georgia had Big a really time. good interview. Uh, he's the safety. Uh, was the I think the defensive MVP of the national championship game this year um, but then Matt Ariza, the punt god uh, <laughs> San Diego State's punter kicker um, who who said that he's being looked at as a, a punter and kickoff specialist in in the NFL um, he actually gave a really good long answer about punting in the cold, not not something he's had to do very much, you know, grew, growing up in San Diego, going to San Diego State, but um, he gave a really good answer about that, and, and I posted the video of his, his response uh, to the APC Twitter and the APC Instagram, so go check that out, but he talked about... Um, certain things that you have to do directionally uh, making sure that you're not putting too much hang time on the ball and then um, a little bit of of tweaking the drop as well to to make sure the wind doesn't affect it very much so he was a really good interview um fun guy you know talked about growing up a soccer fan um as as one might expect you told me he was a man united fan it broke my heart yep (laughs) all right well to close it out today um obviously we're we are done media interviews are wrapped up there's um we've got workouts for the the front seven guys uh, saturday evening and then uh, workouts for the dbs tomorrow but but this will be our last installment but we want to do a little have, have a little fun here and do some combine superlatives so we're going to start off with best hair and i'll let you take <laughs> this one uh i just walked
0: by greg Dulcich when no one was talking to him and i was just floored by that hair uh <laughs> for anyone that watches workaholics so he just basically looks like a huge bulked up version of blake uh, curly long
1: flowing hair and a mustache it was pretty glorious it was that was great yeah I think my my vote goes to Chris uh, Char- Charleston Rambo yeah. yeah um just some some great. Uh, he's, he's got a nice shave right around the side and the mm-hmm. back, and then he's got this this amazing tuft coming off the top of his <laughs> head and just, just going all over the place. It was awesome. Uh, scene was fun, too. He, he'd be my honorable yeah. mention. He actually mentioned that uh, his position coach at Georgia, Will Muschamp, was was a good friend of his, and, and Muschamp said, now, you need to wear your hair up, because he's got these long brown dreads. He says, now, you need to wear your hair up and be professional at the combine. <laughs> so he had uh, some of those dreadlocks pinned up a little bit, so that was pretty good. Um, most stylish, best dressed. There's no, there's, there's no only question. One. Well, because yeah. everyone's wearing their combine gear, right? Right, but, uh, right. Yeah, Isaiah P- Pacheco from uh, Rutgers, um, the running back who ran really fast yesterday. Yeah, the four threes, it was insane. Four three seven. Uh, but he's the one who had the Gucci sunglasses on during his presser, yeah. and was asked about that immediately. And uh, again, got a video of that on the APC Instagram. But he was, he was pretty hilarious. Um, Wearing, wearing the Gucci sunglasses and a, and a nice gold chain. So definitely, uh, he, he said he was angling for a uh, an endorsement deal from Gucci as well. So I don't think there's even a, there's not even a second place here. Hey, Godspeed, man. I hope you can get that endorsement. Yep, yep.
0: All right, so best quote. Here's a couple of good ones. Yeah. Uh, Amog Gardner this morning, you know, with a name like Sauce, I was expecting maybe a bit more uh, loud, but he's pretty soft-spoken, but at the same time pretty confident. You can see, like, there's confidence there, but it's not... Uh, very extroverted, I guess you could say. But so yeah. so someone asked about that. They were like, you know, you seem pretty quiet off the field and that switch flips. So like is there in a mod and then there's a sauce? He's like, now nah, the sauce is always within me and I was like, What this is how like some Star Wars like talking about the force, like what is going on? Um, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, my honorable mention though is definitely Devontae Wyatt. Someone asked him why he liked football so much. He said, you know, I just love to hit people. If I had to hit one of y'all I'd probably be in jail.
1: So that that's definitely going with my honorable mention. That was a good one. Um, I think my vote goes to Damian Pierce. He was asked about there's a, a play one on one. Yeah, you asked so, yeah. about this. That there's a one on one at the Senior Bowl that kind of went viral, and he just he just laughed. He's like, "Yeah, I mean anything can go viral. A cat sitting on a donut in a pool can go viral." <laughs> so that was. It was, was a very of... specific example <laughs> that I appreciated. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, let's see, best overall workout. I think this is a. Um, a tough one for me I think Zion Johnson the the offensive lineman out of Boston College he was unreal. real um, looking at numbers again he was he was I think in the seven twos or seven threes for the three cone and down in like the four three four fours for the uh, for the shuttle um, just absolutely incredible incredible um, athletic testing for him, um, and and as a as a big guy, right? Like that's a that's a huge huge performance. Um, and and he's probably again he's going to be you know borderline first day guy. You think? Yes, um, oh ma- big time. Know, maybe, I think maybe this helped second. him. I had him a first round grade and seeing these workouts, I'm sold. He'll be
0: after Linderbaum. He will probably be the second interior offensive lineman taken. Yeah. So so again, Boston
1: College guy. I think he was a transfer, right? Too, if I remember right. I'm not
0: entirely sure on that okay.
1: one. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to check, but. Um, For you, I know you had a couple guys in mind. Yeah, uh,
0: the one, you know, I'm changing my answer just, you know, in the middle of the show, but, I mean, Christian Watson, man, how can we not talk about this, especially for Packers fans who, again, are quite interested in But a 9.98 RAS, you know, pending shuttle times or agility scores is just outrageous. Um, He he He's a guy that needed to have a big one because there's a lot of questions about how does that athleticism translate from the FCS.
1: Uh, That got answered in spades. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Yep. all right, moving on. Biggest human. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the easy answer and do Minnesota offensive tackle Daniel Fa'alele. Uh, six foot eight, 382, I believe, is what he weighed in at uh, here in Indy. Um, said that he showed up at Minnesota at like 420 when he was a freshman and then has worked his way down about 40 pounds or so. But uh, yeah, Fa'alele is. Without question, I mean, physically, just just based on pure mass, pure size, he's the biggest guy here. Yeah, mine mine's a little different
0: as far as largest human, just because I'm impressed that it was it was just like a dense human as well. Was Evan Neal out of Alabama, uh, six seven and a half, three hundred and thirty seven pounds, uh, and you wouldn't guess there's any body fat on him. Like yeah. he's a trim three thirty seven. Yep. Um, the voice I think the voice makes him a more imposing human too because it's extremely baritone really low mm-hmm. he just commands a room with that size um, so yeah it's it's a little bit of a different a large human <laughs> uh, but what an imposing guy I would never ever
1: ever want to get mad no absolutely so we're going to wrap it up with, uh, and thanks to to our Paul Noonan for suggesting this one, the Jeff Janis Award, um, <laughs> best workout by a Day 3 guy who is likely to get Packers fans all excited about uh, the prospect of drafting yeah. him. And I'll stick at the same position and go with Kevin Austin Jr. Mm-hmm. on a Notre Dame. Really, he was the only wide receiver in this year's group who ran the, the shuttle drills and mm-hmm. ran the agility drills, who ran them well. Yeah. But all across the board, just great, great numbers. Six two, almost six two and a half, two hundred pounds, uh, thirty three inch arms, four four three in the forty, and then his three cone six seventy one. By far Jeez. and away, the best of of anybody at this year's combine. We'll see what happens with the pro days there. But then he also put up a thirty nine inch vert and an yeah. eleven foot broad jump. Unreal. Just absolutely ridiculous. Um, guys very much looked at as a day three prospect. Uh, but yeah, if you're looking for someone to. Um, To really come in and and have the ability to be a deep ball guy um, maybe contribute on special teams a little bit Yeah, I think uh, I think Kevin Austin's your guy and in in that late day three range um, You know taking a flyer on an athlete um, yeah, the Packers have certainly been known to do that with their late picks, and, and yeah. that's the guy that
0: I would keep an eye on. Yeah, the one for me that really stood out was Jelani Woods, the tight end out of Virginia. Uh, another likely day three guy just because it's not a great tight end class, but it's pretty jumbled, and I'm not sure if he's going to be able to jump some of these guys like Trey McBride or Jalen Weidermeyer. Um, so with Jelani Woods, you know, obviously he comes in I mean, over 6'7", 253 pounds, not only did he get 24 reps on the bench press, but he ran a 4.61, and at that size, is practically almost a tackle. Uh, to run a 4.61 is absolutely insane. Uh, I found out he did play quarterback in high school as well. I believe wow. he was recruited as a quarterback. Um, so it would make that transition. Um, heck of a player. Uh, that's one of those guys, day three. Packers fans, if you want Jimmy Graham without the cap hit and maybe a little <laughs> younger, um, I think this might be your guy.
1: Well, and, and a little more explosiveness probably than Graham had at, towards the end of his career when he was in Green Bay. So, you know, yeah. jump ball guy, red zone target, um, you know, maybe a little bit up, up the seam here here and there. Uh, that could be a real a real fun one. And, and, and at a position where the Packers have some, some question marks. Absolutely, in. yeah. So, well... I think that's gonna do it for us, um, Tyler. I just want to say thanks for for being here. We had a we had a great time this week. the The marathon was, <laughs> it was a marathon. Was real. Um, it, it is, you know, it, we're we're privileged to be able to be here and do this. But um, it definitely is a, a stressful week and a, a long one. And it's been it's been a joy doing this uh, with you and and being able to to break this down. You know, at the end of the day, every day. I think I took like three years off my life this week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, um again just just being here and, and talking to so many of the different mm-hmm. media folks um talking to all these players you know team team officials and, and coaches and things um it, it's really a, a fantastic experience yeah you know um thursday we we got a chance to to hang out with peter king a little bit and mm-hmm. and a bunch of the the national nfl writers address the shifter tweet yeah that was uh that was a good one I actually uh, i asked a little a little bit about why leroy butler took so long to get into the hall of fame and mm-hmm. and got some good answers about um mm-hmm. you know john lynch the the experience that he had being or the platform he had being the gm um kind of putting him a little more in voters minds um that the couple people i talked to did really confirm that that did play a a major factor um and and it's a position at safety right where they had a lot of these guys backed up and it seems like they're kind of trying to trying to bring one in every year. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciated the the folks that, that we talked to there. And um, if anybody's in Indianapolis, Sun King Brewery, you know, does a, a great job with that event every year. Um, certainly a, a, an awesome place to go visit and some some tremendous beer there as well. So yep. just a, a, a little shameless, on. Un- Uh, unsolicited plug for those guys they do a great job excellent beer you know they got locations
0: all across indy so i've grown up with sunking beer since i was 21 let's make sure that's a (laughs) vital stipulation uh but yeah i could not recommend sunking enough if you're ever in the indy area all right
1: well, that's going to close it out for us. Uh, keep it at Acme Packing Company in the next couple days. We'll keep breaking down the uh, results of the rest of the workouts. Um, again, edge class working out on Saturday afternoon. Uh, probably by the time you, you hear this, we'll, we'll have seen some of those results come in. But uh, definitely think that's a position for the Packers to, to keep an eye on. And then DBs will be running again on Sunday. So, again, keep it at Acme Packing Company. Thanks so much for following along with us all week long. We really appreciate uh, everybody out there listening and reading. And until next time. Go Pack Go!